Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Dice Camera Action. Yay! Yay! You might hear Anna's crickets in the background. Oh, Anna, see a cute little dog. It's the little mom. Oh, shoot. Yep. She's so ferocious. Yeah, very. Oh, so sweet. I should have brought my animal episode was last week, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) So, previously um, in our show, the Waffle Crew was sent by the Dwarven King Harnoth to find out what the fire giants are up to under Iron Slag, or in Iron Slag, I should say. Uh, the king's advisor, Azon Bronzefire of Clan Bronzefire, sent an armored dwarf bodyguard named Crack along with the Waffle Crew to accompany them on their recon mission. Uh, Crack disappeared uh, up in the Yakpok. Yakfolk village, uh, leaving behind his black armor of invulnerability, which then Evelyn took to wearing and is wearing presently. Within Iron Slag, Paulton became separated from the others by a wall of stone cast by an earth genie called a Dao. Uh, this Dao claimed to be on a mission to retrieve an iron golem from the depths of Iron Slag. And believing Paulton to be some sort of golem whisperer, dragooned him into accompanying him to deactivate the fire giant override on the iron golem. Uh, This override causes the golem to obey fire giants above all others. Paulton couldn't do it and discovered a glyph on the inside of the golem, indicating or suggesting that it was built by the dwarves of the bronze fire clan. Uh, this discovery um, put Paulton and the Dao at odds, and Paulton cast a thunder wave in the Dao's face and then ran off to the door, but before he could get there, got kabonged by the Iron Golem, uh, which is currently under the Dao's command. Meanwhile... Oh, is that the technical term? Kabonged, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the, awful, the rest of the Waffle crew had set off a forge-wide alarm. And um, after doing so, Evelyn managed to save the life of a dwarf prisoner who was contained inside Duke Zalto's giant iron maul, the head of which is built like a cage. Um, After freeing this dwarf, Evelyn, the dwarf, Diath, and Strix fled to a chamber with these giant water-collecting cisterns in them, and there became pinned between 
Duke Zalto, now covered head to toe in molten iron, and his wife, the Duchess Brimscarda, carrying a big cauldron in one hand and wearing a, a cloak or dress made out of black dragon hide and wings. So let's pick up there. Ooh, let's. Yes, with Paulton. Let's start there. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Strix, you had Strix, you had drunk a potion that increases your strength to that of a frost giant. Oh, right. Yeah. And and you were going to attempt to push uh, Duke Zalto's maul out of the way. He's using it to block the doors uh, yeah, that, I you, that you came through. I wanted to make him I wanted to make him stumble if I could. Sort of by knocking his weight yes. um, off. I see. Okay. So I would like you to make a strength All right. athletics check against the Dukes. <laughs> well, good thing I have a potion, right? <laughs> yeah. With um, bad so so your, so strength bonus, your strength bonus is now plus six. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. So 19. Okay. Uh, so you push hard on his hammer and successfully knock him off yes. kilter. Uh, but of course he sort of falls back in toward the door because that's where his, that's where the weight was. That's, um, that's fine. So, uh, he is knocked off his feet and flecks of molten iron just sort of splash everywhere onto the floor, onto the door, onto the walls. Um, but none of you get seriously hit by it. Um, and so he goes down with a large crash because he's wearing uh, pretty heavy iron armor. Uh, and uh, um, your his wife is um, just at a point where she can see him topple over, but isn't quite sure what happened exactly. Could I and, quickly misty step back to everyone else? Uh, that's a bonus action. So yes, you could. Okay. Okay. So, um, Diaf, what do you do when Duke Zalto topples and hits the floor? Amazing question. <laughs> um, <laughs> so those doors are still closed, yeah? Yeah. And then opposite direction from those dwarves is Fire Giant Queen. Correct. Where there are water cisterns. Yeah. We're, and I am currently chilling with the dwarf. The dwarf. Uh, Evelyn. Uh, are, no. Most, are, are some of us still invisible or? Um, so. I'm not anymore. Uh, Strix is not invisible. You are. Um, Evelyn. Was she invisible too at one point? I guess she hasn't attacked anybody yet. So the dwarf is not. Correct. Yes. So uh, everybody I... but everybody but Strix and the dwarf are, I think, invisible. And do this may be totally off. Has my uh, invulnerability worn off from no. my armor? No. So I can still get batted around and I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's only been like two minutes since you activated that. So you've got like eight minutes. It feels left. like an eternity. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's been a couple years. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've certainly felt like I've aged that much. <laughs> so, uh, DF, um, yeah. once more, you're invisible. What would you like to do? I don't know. 
<laughs> Nothing is a, is a viable answer to that question. So he he's, he stumbled, but he's not like knocked prone or anything. Uh, he is effectively prone at this point in time. Oh, and probably not for long if he has his way. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I trust Evelyn uh, to be on her own, so I'm going to stealth away and just at least get into like some other positioning. Okay. Just in case. So uh, still being invisible, I'm going to use my, my stealth to try to get to basically the opposite side of him. Uh, okay. So up against the doors, but on the other side of him. Yeah. Okay. It's a good idea. All right. That that uses, I mean, you can get there easily with your movement. Great. Um, and you just hang. Okay. Uh, Paulton, you are in another room, uh, the Duke's war room. Uh, you regain consciousness you're kind of slumped up against a wall and the thing that wakes you up is a loud clanging sound just a banging against iron and it's very loud it, it seems to shake the floor around you and when you look up that genie guy is sort of hunkered down in front of you um just uh kind of poking you a little bit to see if you're not dead <laughs> okay Play and, dead. Uh, Next to you, you can see the iron golem is standing with one iron hand on the iron door to the room. And occasionally there's another banging sound and he just sort of gets knocked a little bit by it. But he's holding the door closed with one hand. Uh, and the, the genie, the Tao, says to you, um, says, I am glad you're alive. Yeah, me too. He says, I am sorry that uh, I had to do that. Um, it is not the way I planned things to go. Uh, but your thunder wave seems to have sounded an alarm. And now we are trapped in here, at least for now. Oh, this belongs to you. And he holds up one of your teeth. Say. And you feel around in your mouth. It's like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> is it a front one or is it like a molar? It's like it's like one of the top ones just uh, behind your eye tooth. Uh, okay, so that's not that's not the money maker. So that's all right, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Minus one to charisma. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, he says, "I believe there are fire giants trying to get into the room here." So the I'm counting on you to disable the fire giant override on the golem. Now, let's put a pin in that. So, why? <laughs> he says, because then you will live and we'll be able to get out of here and back to Citadel Adbar where the golem belongs. I am sure you have figured out by now that this golem was made by the Bronze Fire clan who cement their ancient alliance with the fire giants in the old wars. Clearly, they do not want anyone to know that that's what happened, and so we have to get this out of here. So, really, the, the question is, you may die, yes, but how long do you want to live? All right. 
you, you present me with a with an interesting uh, spot to be in. So uh, how long how long till those fire giants get in? He says, I can hear maybe one, two of them out there now, but if more show up, I can't I can't say we'll be able to keep them from coming in. And what do you think they're going to do when they get in here? I suspect they will try to kill you. I, of course, have an escape plan for myself, but I'd rather take the golem with me. I do not like failure. That's what we didn't have an escape plan. Hmm. Those. He says, (laughs) but I can offer some protection for you. Okay. I'm listening. He says, I brought something with me that could serve you well, and I will give it to you as a sign of good faith. Oh, yeah, faith. Yeah, that's something we I have in this relationship for sure. He says, that is sarcasm. <laughs> I know no. sarcasm. What? No. <laughs> sure, no. <laughs> and he says, please, please, my friend. Let me let me show you at least the act of generosity. And okay. uh, did Anna disappear? <laughs> she was having sound problems. We'll be right back. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, he clicks his fingers, and uh, I'll deal with the consequences in a moment. Uh, normally, I would go to Evelyn at this point in time, but let's skip over her for the time being and go to the Fire Giants. Uh, so Duke Zalto, um, he's not exactly sure what happened. Uh, oh, and there's Anna. <laughs> They're seamless. No one could tell. <laughs> Nailed it. You saw nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. There's a little bit of... It sounds like it's up to your uh, laptop's internal light. Ah, gotcha. Sounds like a dial-up modem. <laughs> How about now? Is that better? Yes. Yes. It's great. Okay. Yes. So, Evelyn, um, you're fluttering invisible, I guess, over the uh, fire giant Duke. Okay. And then uh, suddenly, the armor you're wearing disappears. What? And Paulton, the black armor appears on you. What? Oh, cool. Great. Awesome. Perfect. Cool. Evelyn's yep. naked? No, I had no, clothes she's got, on. She's got her undergarments, but yes, your, oh, your armor, you. uh, cool. the, uh, the Dao snaps his fingers, and the armor disappears uh, from one place and reappears on you, Paulton. So now you're like encased in this black plate armor. Do I recognize it? Yeah, it is the armor that once belonged to Crack Dragonspore, the uh, dwarf bodyguard of House Bronzefire that accompanied you and mysteriously disappeared. Did I know that uh, Evelyn had it? Or yes. Okay, so I'm just like you last saw it being worn by her. And oh, I, I don't know where it went, right? It just, as far as I'm concerned, it just disappeared. It just disappeared off your body, leaving you armorless. I just, that's oh man. Lathander <laughs> giveth, Lathander taketh away. <laughs> Why is he so nonchalant about this? And it is actually your turn, Evelyn, uh, 
as soon as the armor disappears, it is your turn. Did anything happen with my teammates that I should be aware of in the uh, last couple minutes? No. Uh, DF and, uh, is invisible, and so you're not exactly sure where he is. And Strix moved back toward the dwarf after she pushed down Duke Salto. I think I... Um, I'm just going to try to like make a distraction away from my friends. Okay. So I um, do I see anything I could throw or anything like that? Uh, there's nothing in the hallway that you're in. Um, and when you look into the room with the cistern, you can see that there are some old like rotting barrels sort of in the corners of the room. You could theoretically fly over into the room, pick up one of those rotty barrels and throw that. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Because I'm not you? attacking at that point, right? I'm just making noise. If you're not throwing it at a creature, you're just... Right. Causing a disturbance. It's not going to break the spell. That's what I want to do. Okay. Uh, so you fly in, uh, you pick up one of these barrels, and you hurl it against a wall or whatever. And I uh, really enjoy that because Evelyn really likes breaking things. Okay. Uh, so you get that, that. The Duke is a little distracted trying to get himself back up to his feet, which he's about to do. Uh, but your noise certainly distracts the Duchess. Uh, when she sees the barrel fly through the air and hit a wall, she's obviously very confused about where that came from. And then uh, when you're done that, the Duke gets to his feet, uh, uh, heaves his hammer up into the air, or actually uh, looks down at the only two enemies that he can see, which is Strix and the Dwarf. Uh, now, Strix, you just displayed magical ability to teleport yourself, correct? Of course I did. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know magic. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the Duke is going to uh, take a swing at you with the mall. Great. Nothing like the, the mall of, I don't know, fire gods just to flatten me into the wall. Yeah. He just, he just sort of gives like this croquet swing. Um, yep. across And uh, rolls a 26 on the attack roll, which is... <laughs> Gonna hit, definitely. Yeah. All right. And then let me remember um, how few hit points I have left. Uh he does 34. Yeah, I don't have that many hit points. <laughs> Dang okay. it. Uh and as he hits you, um uh, you guys Land can fire? see because that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just like ah! <laughs> Um, and uh, he's dealing bludgeoning damage with this, and uh, you can tell Diath and Evelyn just by the way he landed the blow uh, that he wasn't trying to bash Strix's brains out, but knock her unconscious. Hmm. And oh. So she falls to the ground, but isn't like mulched. I could have been though. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, so, a, a, a big, bonus for me. Yeah, a big sweep of the hammer, and she's down. Uh, he then takes his second attack and tries to make it on the dwarf, and he crits the dwarf. Oh God, he's gonna be mulch. <laughs> this is a bad day. And uh, the dwarf goes down. Okay. Just remember, someone had to save him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that's for all, all the enemies that Zalto can see are now lying unconscious on the floor. And uh, his wife turns to him and says, there must be more of them, invisible ones in the room. 
And uh, at this point in time, uh, as she said uh, at the end of last session, she shouted back to the kitchen to get the flour. You see two goblins uh, sort of stumble forth into the room, Evelyn, and they've got big flour bags. And you'll remember that last week when you were playing Juniper, the goblins had gone into the storeroom right. and gotten some flour out of the room. Now you can see they're bringing the flour bags over to the Duchess, and she tells her husband uh, that she has a way to find invisible intruders. By baking a delicious oh, cake no. and singing with it? Uh, crap. Yep, and it is uh, now uh, Strix's turn, or the dwarf's turn. He's unconscious. He doesn't need to make death saves. Strix is unconscious. She doesn't need to make death saves. Yay! Uh, Diath, you're up. Good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, I'll go on his plan to what, you know, we had no escape. Everything's fine. We had no escape. It's exactly what we wanted to happen. (laughs) <laughs> He's just not talking. <laughs> if I don't take my turn long enough, <laughs> the DM this, will have to take some sort of. Yeah. Is it? It's like a class when the teacher's gonna call on you, and you're just like not looking at the teacher. Long <laughs> and the teacher knows that you're doing that, so you get called on. They'll move on eventually. <laughs> I didn't do my homework. Oh God! <laughs> All right. So, with Strix being knocked unconscious, mm-hmm. uh, DS' immediate reaction would be to get over to her. Okay. Uh, and then try to try try to lift her up or get her out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible okay. idea. Why uh, are you doing this? Where are you going to Where are you going to try to lift her to? Because you got big closed doors behind you, giant sized doors behind you, and then there's the cistern room with the duchess in it. Diet hasn't thought that far ahead. Okay, <laughs> so you just, just got to the picker up part. It's just instinctually get to his downed ally, and then from okay. there it's. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the question uh, in my mind is: Are you actually picking her up? Because you know that will look weird. Yes, <laughs> okay. well aware. <laughs> Okay. Uh, say, uh, gra- uh, grabs her and then, uh, uh, d- doesn't even know, doesn't, doesn't even know, just, uh, tries, tries to get back to the door and see if maybe they can fit underneath it or maybe he can press against it by himself or pick up her arm and press against it. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll work. That's physics. So you are trying to move her. Yes. Okay, so Strix apparently unconscious sort of picks herself up a little bit <laughs> and kind of drags herself across. Are fire giants superstitious? If they are, the whole time I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> no, and they're more intelligent than you think. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, all right, um, excellent. Uh, so while DF does that, uh, uh, Paulton's up, but he's out of the room. Uh, so, Evelyn, I, we're, back, we're back to you. I I see this happening, right? Because I've yeah. I've been keeping an eye on them, so I definitely know exactly what's going on. And I see these goblins with flour, and I just I'm trying to make as much ruckus as I can to convince them that the invisible people in the room are not over there. So I'm grabbing a barrel and throwing it again, but like 
close to the goblins to tempt them to try to throw flour at these barrels instead of at my friends. Oh, okay. Uh, essentially trying to disorient them as to where to place the flour. And I'm making, like, I'm, I'll, like, land and do a few footsteps and then fly away, you know, like, I'm just, okay. I'm trying to do as much distraction as possible. Yep. All right. Um, Paulton, uh, we're back to you. Okay. So, I'm in this armor. You are in this armor. These fire giants are trying to get in. Yep. So, and the Tao says, and you know that you can't, you've tried to disable the, the override, but you don't even know where it is. Now, you did see in the chest cavity of the golem some other um, parts, struts and pointy bits and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but you have no idea what they do. Okay. Um, so Paulton's not the best note taker mm -hmm. and a little scatterbrained. It might be a little uh, hazy on the lore of everything going on. Mm -hmm. So if I have this right, the golem was made by the, the tribe and that's bad. <laughs> yeah. So the bronze, the bronze fire clan which is one of the one of the many clans of Sidiladbar apparently built this golem, and if the Dao, the the Dao assumed that you had divined this information already because he thinks you're brilliant. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. That, sorry. That, I mean, didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. That is that assumed that that you and uh, sorry sorry he sort of filled in the gaps for you a little bit and told you that the, at some point in the past the bronze fires gave this golem to the giants, which is odd because dwarves and giants hate each other. Okay. Which means the Bronze Fires had formed this alliance with giants, and it appears they don't want anyone to know, which is why the Golem, which is why the Bronze Fires opposed the idea of you coming here in the first place, and subsequently, why they didn't want the Golem to be found here. It's cool, mate. Just get back to us, and then we'll, we'll fill you in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but given your present situation, um, unless unless you can shut off the golem override, one of two things will probably happen: the fire giants will break in, take control of the golem, mm -hmm. and do damage to you bodily, mm -hmm. or <laughs> as uh, opposed to mentally or emotionally, <laughs> yes. or probably those two, those. maybe yes. all of them, yeah. Or uh, or two, um, the Dao. <laughs> does something uh, to you. Mm -hmm. But the Dow says he does have an escape plan, at least for himself. I don't even know how to override it. Correct. Uh, do I... Yeah, did, when, I was looking, when I was looking in there, did I see a pretty sure way to shut it off? No. Cool. Um, you weren't able to make heads or tails out of it. Um, Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to tell him, like, all right, I have an idea. It's a shot in the dark, but I'm going to try it, and I think it's going to work out for us, mainly me, us. Um, so, is it Thunderwave? <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. So. <laughs> How big? How big is the the, the golem? 
The golem <laughs> stands uh, um, about 10 feet tall, a little bit taller than the genie. Okay. 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 Yeah. He yeah. says, once we gain control of the golem, we can use it to fight our way out, and the giants will have very little they can do to it. It's almost impervious to magic. Interesting. All right. So I'm going to try it, but I want to make sure that just in case something goes wrong during the process, that I can go uninterrupted. That makes sense, right? Nothing will go wrong. I believe in you, my friend. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go next to the giant. Okay. And I when, oh, no, when you say the giant, the giant the, the 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 golem. Okay. And I'm going to cast Leoman's tiny hut around both of us. Cuz he'll fit, right? 10 foot radius. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. So now I'm in here with him. <laughs> and now I just live here forever. Is there mood lighting? <laughs> and now we have a sitcom. No. <laughs> yeah, so now you are encased. You and the golem are now inside the, the uh, immobile dome of force that springs up around you and lasts for up to eight hours. Cool. Just a guy and a golem in the omen's hut. Do -do -do. <laughs> <laughs> There's your sitcom. Okay. And, uh, when you do that, the genie says, because uh, sound can still pass through, it says, I fail to see how this helps me. It, help, it helps me help you. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole statement. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's more. This, this is a multi-step process. That was step one. You still on board? Two? Or, step two. Okay. So, so I can access inside him, right? Uh, yeah. So you, you're the uh, golem still sort of has an open chest cavity compartment. Okay. And like, I'm poking around. Do I see anything of interest? Um, uh, yeah, you can see in the cavity, most of the cavity is dominated by this built in brazier that has a flame erupting from it. And, uh, the genie mentioned to you, uh, previously that, this is a, a fire spirit that basically animates the golem. And all around it, you can see prongs and other protrusions inside the chest cavity. Um, the golem is powered by magic more so than being a clockwork creation. So you don't see like piles of gears or stuff. But there are sort of odd uh, struts, prongs, um, and uh, um, bolts and things. And symbols. You see arcane symbols. Um, here, there, and everywhere. Okay. So I'm going to reach in there. And I'm going to thunder wave him from the inside. <laughs> oh, shoot! <laughs> oh, so, like, have the thunder wave resonate inside the golem, you mean? Oh, yeah. right. If I may. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you cast a thunder wave spell, another loud spell, um, uh, made all the louder as the sound resonates inside oh the golem. That's great. What? All what right. would you compare that sound to, Chris? Uh gosh. Like um, firecracker in a trash can. Yeah, that's probably a good analogy. I like okay. that one. Cool. Okay. 
I look over. I'm like, don't worry. Part of plan. No cause for concern. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now the golem. What did I do with my d20? There it is. The golem has magic resistance, so it has advantage on saving throws against all spells. Good to know now. Uh, all right. Now, this is a constitution saving throw. All right. Um, so, uh, roll damage for your thunder wave. Okay. 2d8. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Cool. Eight. Okay. Uh, the golem takes a little bit of that um, as it's as it sort of reverberates uh, from within. Um, Did I unfix it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not sure. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out on his turn. He was supposed to be the new Simon. <laughs> he was supposed to be the chosen one. Was supposed to. All right. A lot of uh, supposed to happen. <laughs> yes. So we will see what the golem does on its turn, um, and then it is. Uh, so we did Evelyn already. Uh, Strix is unconscious. As, as usual, nothing, nothing uh, to see here. It's the giant's turn. Okay, so Duke Zalto can tell that somebody has picked Strix up and is trying to move her. He is going to smack that invisible something, but he has oh, disadvantage yeah. because he can't see DF. Ah. <laughs> Look at that. So uh, his first swing is a total of 15. That which is sucks. On class. He hits the ground beside you. His second one is 13. Sucks harder! <laughs> and it's clear to him that he didn't hit flesh or bones with either of those two swings. And, uh, and uh, you hear the, uh, the, the Duchess say, Patience, husband. And she takes one of the flower bags and comes striding over toward you and him, Diaf, and just starts casting it about. Uncanny dodge? <laughs> well, uh, she's going to spread it in a 15-foot uh, cube, uh, basically over Strix. So a form of Diaf has <laughs> to take shape, a white, cloudy, ghostly, uh, dusty form. It's about the same. Oh, it's like you're a ghost again. Yeah, all of it lands in Diaz's hair and on his shoulders and on bits of his gear. So he's sort of got piles of um, uh, powdered flour kicking him. And uh, your footsteps and drag marks are also uh, visible at this point in time. I'll clear my eyes and then brush it off of Strix's face. Aww. Yep. And she's still dirty. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> okay. She just keeps trying. She's like, what the heck? <laughs> Diaf, it's, it's your turn. <clears throat> Good. So both the Duchess and the Duke are now glaring down at you. <laughs> <laughs> Strix is just caked in. It's like flour. all in her robes. Just like, ugh. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I uh, yeah. Never mind. Go on. All right. Um, 
So I, I have no real clear means of escape at this very moment. Correct. Okay. Uh, I'll try diplomacy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Chris, I diplomacy. Uh, Roll for diplomacy. Okay. Is it um, just like you look sad, like you give up puppy dog eyes? Like, <laughs> are you uh, saying anything to them? Uh, uh, or are you just I'm like, well, <laughs> uh, no, I'll say something. Um, My bad. Give them like a, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're not here. <laughs> uh, 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 so their fiery rage filled eyes, literally fiery. Staring down at me, uh, covered in flour. Yes. Uh, so I'll, I'll make no movements to go anywhere or do anything that could be uh, seen as threatening and just uh, uh, shout back at them. Um, um, hold on. It'll be, it'll be. Uh, the Duchess says. Choose your next words wisely. Oh, God. <laughs> you scared him so bad. Has <laughs> Dieth wet himself? <laughs> it all depends on you, Jared. Flower got your tongue? Yes, hold on. <laughs> we apologize for any and all ruckus. It is not our desire. It's not what you think. <laughs> we are not enemies. We're not here to fight. We're not here to kill. Uh, just, just give us a moment to explain. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Hold on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good eight okay the, that wetting yourself really hurt you there <laughs> <laughs> the duke and the duchess just sort of look at each other look back at you um astonished more than anything uh okay uh the my luck stone made it eight chat Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One more isn't going to help. Yeah. Uh, the da the Dow Paulton um, sort of presses himself up against the dome and says, "What are you doing? That is, you're going to get yourself killed." Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but I might not. Uh, all right. And uh, then it is uh, the Dow isn't going to do anything else except uh, actually take some steps back away from the dome. I don't like that. 
<laughs> <laughs> he seems he seems genuinely worried for you. Um, and uh, then the golem uh, looks at you and uh, flame sort of burns in its eyes where none burned before. So I did something. Yes, and you see a part of the helm where it would have, it doesn't have a mouth, but uh, a section of the helm sort of peels back or withdraws creating an orifice below its eyes and out of that orifice billows poisonous gas oh for crying out loud so i need you to make a constitution saving throw it's all in the tent okay big money a guy and a golem a guy and a golem uh 19 Okay, uh, you take 22 poison damage as opposed to the 45 you would no. take otherwise. No, no 19. <laughs> Nine. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you made it. You succeeded. Did we wander into a place that's too high level for us? Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we just get yes. lost here. Yes. Uh, I hate it when RPGs don't give you proper directions. Where <laughs> <laughs> the room didn't say I had to be that tall to enter. <laughs> uh, yes, so um, I believe you're at zero hit points again. Again, yeah, there's a pattern yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Right. I'm sure we're both hanging out somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, uh, and you're not constant, you don't have to concentrate on the spell either. So you're stuck in there. Um, in your Leoman's tiny hut. <laughs> he'll, he'll save me. He'll feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everything's fine. Important question. Is the mood lighting still on when you're passed out? I hope so. It's okay. just turned red. It was just like blinking red. Oh. You just dutched oven yourself inside that hut. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Um, the DF, you see the doors that you had been closed behind you and Duke Zalto uh-huh. are suddenly pulled open. Yay! And behind, you see six fire giants. Oh. Hmm, with less a, helpful. With a seventh fire giant about half the size uh, standing between them, like oh, surrounded yes. by them. Could probably take on my little bitch fire giant. And... Uh, uh, you can see um, as soon as the doors open and this uh, fire giant force arrives uh, that uh, the the duke and the duchess um, just sort of look down at you and smile. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> Make Strix wave like and the, the little the little fire giant says, uh, "Mom, Dad, is everything okay?" Oh, Aww, it's the babies. <laughs> oh, it's a kid fire giant. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Well, an adolescent. Uh, this is the same fire giant, by the way, who was <laughs> hanging the dwarf over the furnace by his ankles. Oh. A few sessions ago. Okay. This is the chat sometimes says things that are just so on the nose. Bad Faith 90 says, I'm so concerned about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
And uh, the Duchess will um, glower down at you and say, we should make slaves of all of them. Mm. And oh, oh, we lost Holly. Lost Holly. I'm sure she's And the Duke says, I want to know who sent them. Was it the dwarves? Were you sent by the dwarves? I say, no, it was I. <laughs> the, the Duchess will look over at her husband again and say, it says, I'll take care of that one. and then um it is let's see uh we are back to paulton's turn so paulton i need you to make a death save for me that's a d20 roll Mm, okay so big money big money uh 16 oh hang on hanging on before you do that this is very important hang on does his armor make him invulnerable since it was activated when he got it, I gotta check the attunement rules because um, it's it may still be attuned to you at the moment. No, actually, the attunement was broken when it left you. So, but he, he would have had to reattune to it. So, I'm guessing no. Heck, <laughs> heck, indeed. Ah, shucks. Yeah. Uh, Holly's internet died, so she'll be back in just a little bit. Uh, okay. Yo. Everything's dying right now. Yep. Us, the internet. Everything, the internet. Or she just found the most uh, polite way to peace out. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you haven't attuned to the armor yet. So, yes, one death save, please. D20. <laughs> that, well, that, it, was a, it was a 16. Okay, that's one success. Cool. If you, get two more, if you get two more of those, you won't bleed out or choke to death on poisonous fumes. Um, as funny as it would be to die from poisonous fumes that a golem farted out inside a hut, I, I think maybe that's not the glorious death that Paulton deserves. Probably. If there's not. anywhere I want to go, it's in the hut. At <laughs> <laughs> home, surrounded by my mood lighting. Yep. This uh, is my you, casket. Evelyn, <laughs> uh, your turn is up. You can see that the Duchess has set her, set her sights on finding you. So, game mechanics question. There's no such thing as like a called shot in 5th edition, right? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't specifically, for example, use Lightfall to just try to like sever the jugular vein of one of the giants by surprise while I'm invisible. <laughs> no. Just quick slit of throat. <laughs> yeah, just like invisible, just like doink. Nope. Okay. Not as easy as it sounds. That's just that's still like slitting the throat of a human with a toothpick. Yeah. Now, if she were immobilized or restrained in some way, um, and you were able to, uh, or if she was unconscious, you could coup de gras her and essentially do auto crit, which is kind of like that. But she's not in that state. Oh, she she isn't. But maybe she could be. If I were to cast Nature's Wrath on her, but there are also six other giants, and the situation is very confusing. All next to Dieth, yeah. Yeah. Also Strix. Strix is there too. Yes. And another question, I assume I know the answer to this one, but if I were to say, like, fly around, like, tapping giants' heads or, like, dropping little pebbles on them, 
since I'm not trying to hurt them, I'm just trying to poke them. Would that count as an attack or not? Yes. Okay. I thought that was what we would say. <laughs> I think that I really want to fight the giants, but I really don't. I know, I know how Jared is looking at me right now. So. You also have zero armor on. Yes, that is true. Um, okay, so. Stand, ah. stand down. I am going to quietly get near. They've stopped throwing the flower, right? Uh, well, she used up one bag. Um, you think she might be getting going for the second one. But I was like, I was like, oh, over here, me flying in the air over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Diaz over here. So I'm going to like just quietly try to go flutter above him. Yeah. Okay. But not touch the flower. I'm not blowing the flower around my little wing boots. I'm not stepping <laughs> in it. I'm being careful. Oh, Holly's back. Yay. I can't so, hear you. You have to get your uh, microphone set up, Holly, but we see you at the very least. Yes. All right, uh, so you're going to try to quietly flutter over. Just make a stealth check for me. Oh. Emma. I'm giving these purple dice another chance. They better not Okay, suck. can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay, yeah. yay. All nice right, uh, 14. Okay. Um, switch sides of the room. <laughs> when, you, when you flutter over uh, toward Strix and, Paul, or Strix and DF, you're pretty sure they haven't pinned your, down your location. Cool. That's good. And uh, that's... Uh, did you want to do anything else? Just hang for now. Uh, casting a protective spell would also take away my invisibility. Any right? spell any spell would end your invisibility. Right. Okay, then I do nothing else. Okay. Uh, Strix is still unconscious at the moment. Uh, DF, you uh, can now... Uh, Actually, no, it's the giant's turn. Uh, Duke Zalto is going to try Ooh. to grapple you, DF. Uh, so make a strength athletics check. Right, and I, had, I have advantage. Yeah. Why? Uh... <laughs> For I am determined. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. Athletics yeah. versus a fire giant. Yes. Bring it on. Oh, I fell off. <laughs> Beat 11. Okay, done. Uh, he will pick you up okay. in one of his mailed gauntleted hands. Can I uh, drop Strix before he does that? Sure. All right. Thump. Thump. <laughs> and there we are again. Please let me be yeah. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than us both getting crushed. Fair. And uh, he says, tell your fellow spies to reveal themselves or I'll crush you. Insight. Do I believe him? Oh, go ahead and make a check. Okay. Do you doubt him? <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good insight. 19. Outstanding. Uh, you believe him completely. I, huh. I believe him completely. Uh, 
whose turn is it now? Someone else's? Uh, so uh, that was, yes, that was his turn. The Duchess grabs the other um, big sack of flour, and uh, she's in the cistern room. Um, and you can see a bunch of goblins, or uh, she's pulled a bunch of goblins out of the kitchen and is having them sort of scurry around with rolling pins and things, just sort of waving them around in the air to try to see if they hit or locate anything. Um, and she's just standing there waiting to hurl the bag of flour out at anything she perceives or senses might be invisible nearby. She's taking no other action at the moment. Um, and But she does say to no one in particular, do as my husband says, or this will end badly for you all. Started badly. It's already bad. Yeah. Uh, and they're done, and... Uh, Diaf, you're up. Okay. The last, uh, the, and the fire giant duke says to you again, did the dwarves send you? And this time you're like two feet from his face. Right. Um, okay. Uh, one thing at a time. So... I will I will shout out to say, uh, Evelyn, stand down, so that, so that she knows not to cause any more ruckus. Uh, Evelyn has her axe out, and when he says that, she's like, Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then I'll I'll turn back to to Zalto. Is the one that's got yeah. me? All right. Yeah. The Duke. Um, I'll tell him. We simply lost our pets and they're somewhere in here. We're just trying <laughs> to find them. <laughs> that's so true. It's true. If they roll an insight check, they will 100% believe him. <laughs> The Duke says, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> We've done dumber things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, would you like to do anything else, DF? Because um, uh, you could try to slip out of his grasp if you want. Although that might annoy him. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. And when I'm this high up, I'm just going to break an ankle or something and just prevent myself from getting away. Um <laughs> I, st I stick by the animal thing because that's true. It is true. Uh, that is the truth. All right. It is at that precise moment that there is a titanic <laughs> followed by what sounds like uh, something big sort of collapsing and breaking apart. A, a thunderous sound echoes through the entire forge. All of the fire giants are like heads turning everywhere. Run! Run all the distracted! <laughs> and uh, uh, you can see the Duke and the Duchess look at each other in surprise and alarm. And the Duke is, uh, you see him bare his teeth at you. And he says, this has been a distraction. Mm -hmm. 
I don't even know what's going on. I'm just distracted <laughs> he, as you are. He turns to all the other fire giants and he says, Get to the assembly hall now! Uh-huh. And they, they beat feet. I... Uh, I, as soon as I can, I don't know whenever my turn is, but I'm I'm fluttering in the air and I reach down a finger to silently lay, lay hands on Strix really quick. All right. And all of the giants immediately come pouring into the hall and into the cistern room uh, to move past the Duchess toward the kitchen, Ooh. away from the foundry. Uh, you can see that the bucket chain has also stopped. You can't hear its noise anymore, its ambient echoes throughout the entire complex. That that huge crashing noise was big enough to stop everything. Are we still in initiative? Yes, we are. And uh, so that's DS turn. Uh, it is now the Dow's turn. Oh, he's worried about Paulton. <laughs> Aw. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Um... I know what he can do. All right. Uh, Halton, you are... Dying. Not anymore. You are stabilized. Okay. So you don't have to make death saves anymore. Neat. Yes, indeed. Better than the rest of us. Um, He's been hanging at right. one HP for like three sessions. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what the Dow does, no one knows. The Iron Golem, blah, blah, blah. The Fire Giants are beating feet. And uh, Paulton is currently unconscious. So, Evelyn, you're up. I, I'm doing my s- sneaky lay on hands, which I guess probably counts as a spell, so... Oh, ha-ha, <laughs> ha-ha, <laughs> yeah. for once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just lay on hands for five because I'm trying to okay, keep Strix, some around. Okay, you are conscious. Oh, I didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> you have five hit points. And I just yell, time to run. She's like covered in flowers. She's like, what is this? It's gross. Okay. You look pretty, let's go. Now, lay on hands for you is a bonus. It's a... Gosh, I should know this. I want to the damn game. I <laughs> thought. <laughs> yeah, Chris Perkins, you should know. In before tweets of like, and I should really learn this game. <laughs> I never play Paladins. I, I. There we go. Okay, so um, as an action. So that's an action for you. Okay, so I'm done. Yes. Okay, um, and so next up is Strix. Oh, great. Back up in the game. You oh, look up great. and you see Duke Zalto looming above you, a bunch of fire giants storming past you. Uh, the son, by the way, Duke Zalto's son is not going with the others. He's standing now next to his dad. Hooray. And awesome. uh, he's still, you know, about 10 feet tall, so he's a big kid. But uh, So Strix, you've got a young fire giant and fire giant Duke looming above you. The Duke has Diath in his gauntleted hand. Oh, come on. And Strix saves us all. Oh, right. with what? My fireball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Uh, well, first I'd like to cry. Right. <laughs> 
But does that count as a bonus action or for me, I'm guessing it all, it's always a bonus yeah. action. It's of hardened, uh, iron, uh, molten iron that are, are sort of coming off of the Duke now in sort of cast off bits that are kind of piling up around you, Strix. Great. Always the fire. Great. Um, oh my God. I like don't have anything to help anyone right now. Oh, and you're covered with flowers, so it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really gross. I mean, she's used to that. She knows yeah. what it's like, but doesn't like she, she still doesn't enjoy it. Um, well, we're just... I, I, I don't know what to do. Everything's god terrible. I didn't hear the noise, though. I was unconscious. Correct. So they're all I running I told away. you it was time to run. Actually, there's probably, there's probably some residual noise as things sort of clatter and roll from some distant right. great hall. So you are aware that something big has just happened elsewhere. Okay. Uh, well, what, what has Paulton done? <laughs> so Evelyn did tell Strix to run. So she'll just look yes. at me and be like, ah, okay, <laughs> just like take off in a direction. So there are two possible directions. One <laughs> is you can take off where the fire giants are running, which is past the Duchess toward the kitchen. Okay. Or you can go back the way they came, which is in the molten iron forge. I don't want to go back there. That okay. place was bad. So, so you're you're running with the fire giants. Yes. Okay. Along the wall. This, <laughs> this flower covered tea playing. Yeah. <laughs> like smoky trail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dusty trail following the fire giants. Um, okay. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. so she's just gonna yell, sorry, Dia. So you stand up, that's half your move. You move another 15 feet and then another 30 feet. That gets you well into the cistern room where you can see bunches of goblins wandering around with rolling pins and sticks and brooms, just sort of swinging them around pell-mell, but they're getting absolutely cleared out of the way by the fire giants barreling through. So if you stay in the fire giants' wake, um, you won't have to worry about running into goblins. Great, yeah. It's just like it's like I'm following an ambulance on the freeway. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you do sort of uh, get, your, you're about 10 feet away from the Duchess at this point. You can see that she's got a great sort of pillar of orange hair spiraling up over the top of her head, and she wears a great black cape made out of dragon's wings, and uh, she wears a black scale dress. Great. She's also got a big cauldron in her hand, and she sees you running past her. I'll give her a rude gesture, like, pike off, and just keep running. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's good to know. All right. The fire giant's turns. Um, Duke Zalto... Diath will take you and shove you into his maul, into the cage in the head of his maul. Okay. And then the cage door will snap shut. Oh, is it locked? <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it, it seems to, uh, as soon as it closes, seems to lock automatically. Okay. So, and then once you are locked in his maul, he goes storming after the other fire giants toward the assembly hall. <laughs> so Diath is actually accompanying you, Strix, but not in the manner you expected. Oh boy, well, she's at least like, oh, got a friend. The Duchess will try to mash you with a cauldron, Strix. No! As you told her to F off. Well, you know what? <laughs> I feel good about doing that, so... <laughs> Uh, she rolled a 21 to hit with the cauldron. I mean, of course she hits. Like, I only have five hit points. No! Yes, yes. so uh, she uh, just flattens you. Well, basically, she just takes the cauldron and drops it on you as you Ugh. run past. <laughs> oh. 
Is this like a cloud of flour? Yes. <laughs> a cloud of flour. You are unconscious once again. Oh, God no. damn it. Uh, well, good thing I saved lots of lay on hands points. Bring you back again. All right. Uh, Sorry. And then, DF, your turn. Okay. Um, so, is there any kind of like actual locking mechanism or anything that would be? So the locking mechanism is contained within the. Uh, you you saw actually that the Duke had some sort of release catch on the handle when he was shaking the dwarf out. Okay. Um, to cause it to open, you think that same mechanism is now closed again, so he can unlock it by holding on to the haft. There doesn't seem to be a lock on the cage itself. But from where I am, where I can see that, just there doesn't seem to be a way for me to manipulate or activate. There's nothing to manipulate, as far as you can tell. But that doesn't stop you from trying to use thieves' tools to try to jimmy it open. Uh, you might be able to get at mecha hidden mechanisms. Right. That's that's what I was mostly wondering. Okay. Yeah. So like the moment he's in here, like in this caged mall. Yeah. Uh, he immediately gets like starts getting like panicked breathing and like yeah like starts kind of losing control of himself and his computer right. the moment he's inside this cage yes behind bars yes um yes doesn't like this so uh almost like with trembling hands and fumbling like he'll look at whatever the locker mechanism with his thieves tools just try to uh do something okay uh go ahead you have disadvantage to try to unlock this thing from inside all right uh, hold on, I got math. Uh, 23. Oh. Wait, uh, is this considered a pick lock or just sleight of hand check? How would you uh, this is just a dexterity check. Just, just dexterity? Okay. Yeah. So not sleight of hand? No sleight of hand. All right. Then very different. This will be a 15. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh my gosh. All right. So da, 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 da. Uh, that does not unlock it, but there's nothing stopping you from trying again. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, so you're sort of knocked around a little bit as he's walking and the, and the mall is moving. Um, it makes it even harder to uh, pick this thing you realize. Right. Uh, and you're being jostled about. Now, uh, that's it for DF. Halton, you awake once more. <laughs> Surprise, uh, not dead again. Yes, uh, you are currently not inside your Leoman's hut. Um, uh, you can see that uh, the Dao is looking down on you again. And he says, I am surprised you're not dead. Same. <laughs> he says, I don't know what you were trying to do, but iron golems are not that easy to destroy. It's like, oh, I wasn't trying to destroy it. There was like a thing, and I thought like a like a spark or the electric. I don't know, man. It made more sense in retro, less sense. I don't know. How you doing, man? <laughs> he says, we really need to get the override deactivated. Okay. Yes, but I don't know if the golem will let you anywhere near it. 
Oh man! You, sort of, you see it on the other side of the room. Uh, now uh, you can see that there's a hole in the floor inside your Leoman's hut. Uh, uh, okay. Um, So this thing is not too happy with me, huh? No. It's probably okay. fine. Like, okay. I'm I'm just gonna ask Dow. Like, so uh you have any ideas? Uh he uh he takes a, a look um at your at at everything that's happened, and he says, "I cannot leave without the golem. We must take it with us." Uh, he says, "But I'm afraid it will attack you, so I will have to shut it down, and I will attempt to carry it out." Hmm. Okay. That works for me. He says, uh, but I, if we don't have it to fight for us, then I will have to have my armor back to protect myself. Uh, this armor? Yes. I don't know. You're kind of a big dude. He says, the armor will resize to fit its wearer. Oh, I'm more meant, I'm much squishier than you. He says, I can shrink you down and put you inside the golem. I don't, I'm, I don't like that. I, I, don't, I don't know how I, how I feel about that. Oh, I'm sorry. You said you had a better plan. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Are you going to fight these guys, or are you just going to kind of book it out of here? He says, I'm going to activate the power of the armor that will render me temporarily immune to their attacks. Okay. Then are you going to fight them, or are you going to try and just get straight out? I am going to try to get out as quickly as possible and fight anyone who comes in my way. So this shrinking plan... Will yes. he still be mad at me? Yes, but I'm going to put you inside him so he can't hurt you. That doesn't sound like it. Okay, well, great plan. <laughs> that sounds I, awesome. I am on board, I guess. Give All right, me a robot, then. Paul. Uh, he, will, he will cast a spell on you, and he says, do not try to resist. Uh, and he will cast uh, reduce on you and shrink you down to basically half proportions. So Aww. you're like you're like a three foot tall. You're a Simon sized Paul. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny voice and all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he will snap his fingers, and the armor will disappear off of you and appear on him. And then he says, "Oh shit." That's, That's probably good. 
someone has already activated the power of the armor. Whoopsies. <laughs> Says it is not as effective as it could be. But I guess it will have to do. And he picks you up, <laughs> goes over to the golem, and shoves you inside. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and then the hatch of the chest cavity sort of closes around you, Paulton, and you are stuffed inside the chest of the golem with the burning flame. Oh, my God. Well, good thing I'm not claustrophobic. And all these oh, wait, little, I'm completely claustrophobic. <laughs> all these arcane glyphs around you and pokey bits sticking in your side. And Can I cast sleep on myself and just hope I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> That's such yeah. a Paulton thing to do. You totally could do that. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> you, have, it doesn't, you automatically succeed because no matter what you roll, it will be more than one hit point. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just going to pretend none of this is happening. Oh my God. I'm safe in okay. my dreams. How did you live this long? I don't know. Smolten. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Wait, How did any of us live this long? All right. Evelyn. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Duke Zalto has uh, left his wife to find any more invisible people. Um, Strix has run off. Diath is in, is trapped in the Duke's hammer. What would you like to do? Uh, do I see the mechanism that could open the hammer and let Diath out? Uh, you know it's built into the haft of the weapon, but uh, you can't really get at it while the Duke is holding it. That's unfortunate. Yes, yes, it is. Baby, mm. Strix again. What? <laughs> yes, yeah, Strix, Strix is laid out on oh, the floor. Oh, yeah, I forgot. With a cauldron just sort of rolling on its side <laughs> off of her. <laughs> so Evelyn uh, looks over at, at Diaz and is about to be like, <gasps> and then notices Strix and is like, <laughs> be right there. Light of Lathander coming up. Go over and lay on hands on her again. Five. Five All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, next up is Strix. You're conscious again. Uh, whoops. When you look up, you see the Duchess looking down upon you. I'm sorry, big lady. I'm just take off running again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. She's close enough to you. But she could oh. attempt an opportunity attack. Well, you're yes, just disengaging. Misty stop. Okay, bam. And then you run off. Okay, Misty yes. Stop. So uh, Strix disappears, appears 30 feet elsewhere, and then runs off. Um, the Duchess, not being a twit, <laughs> uh, will take her last pile of, uh, her last sack of flour and spread it around where Strix was. Of course. <laughs> Lay it on me, big lady. Right on top of your head. You're just raining, raining in flower now, Evelyn, and completely revealed. I'm like, the light of Lathander shines! (laughs) She didn't expect to see a tiny little person with flappy little (laughs) wings on boots, however. I'm also playing in the flower, but I'm still invisible, right? So I'm just like, (laughs) right. She can see your outline. Uh, And then uh, with her. Last, with her action, she will attempt to grab you. 
Good luck. Uh, and this is, you have to make an athle- a strength athletics check. I like strength. Yes, you do against hers. Surely a tiny creature such as you has <laughs> no strength whatsoever. <laughs> Doesn't sound like I rolled a one. Oh, oh no. Crew. I oh. hate these dice. I was like, oh, I'm not superstitious. I don't actually have sets of dice that actually are terrible. This set is actually terrible. I'm never using it again. Uh, the Duchess will send, uh, she will uh, call out to her son who's run off with her da- his dad, uh, calls him Zaltember <laughs> and tells Zaltember to go get his sister. Those are so many. You just can't stop making other little fire giants, can you? They're just <laughs> all over the place. And uh, uh, she will bring you, even though you're invisible, she can kind of see parts of you because you're in flower now. Uh, she'll haul you up to her face and she says, I, go, I add some flower in her face. <laughs> You'll regret that. <laughs> she says, I am the Duchess of Iron Slag. And I'm a paladin of Lathander. <laughs> Not I for much you. longer. <laughs> Your breath stinks. You might want to get that checked out. Oh, she is. <laughs> Absolutely livid at the sound of that. You can see. I'm just trying to help. She at very close up. You can see that she wears a crystal flask around her neck like a pendant, and the flask has a liquid sort of uh, bubbling around inside of it. Uh, And uh, you can see she also um, has on her on her side some sort of rod or something. You're not sure what it is, but it seems to be made of painted gold, and it's quite large. And long. I say, oh. look, 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 look. Like like Dia said, I'm sorry. We're just a, a band of dum-dums who lost our little pets and we just came in here looking for them. And now you guys think we're some sort of agents of bad. And I don't know. I just worship the god Lithander and I just want to spread his light everywhere. If there's anything we can do to make it up to you. And I just like try to <laughs> like, like, what is that called? Like word vomit in her face. Yeah, I uh, I try to filibuster this with charisma. Like, I just try to be like, I try to overwhelm her with my ability to just like, blah, 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 Lysander, blah, 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 (laughs) pets, blah, 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 friends, blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, When she takes you into the kitchen, you can see, uh, since most of the goblins have vacated, uh, the only other occupants you see other than uh, the the retreating fire giants are uh, two ogres wearing bloody aprons. And you can see they're just sort of uh, standing in a corner. Uh, waiting to be commanded. Uh, and uh, the Duchess doesn't pay them any mind. You can also see what look like little imps made of smoke playing in the hearth. Aww. The kitchen's large hearth. Oh, are those your kids? They're real cute. Do you have any pictures? What are their names? I'd love to meet them. Your other kids seem real nice. What grades are they in? How old are they? What do they like to do? What are their hobbies? Be quiet. Be okay. quiet. I'll be quiet. Anyway, thank you so much for having us in your lovely house. We really uh, would like to leave now, though. It's uh, past my bedtime. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, oh, boy. Okay. So, um, where were we? Uh, the Iron Golem, blah, blah, blah. Paulton is asleep. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Dia. <sighs> So where has Zalto brought me? Okay, good question. So you've gone through the kitchen 
exited through a couple doors, and then you turn right into a vast chamber. Um, it's got what looks like a big um, adamantine furnace. It was this ginormous flask-shaped furnace between two uh, cable towers that support the bucket chain overhead. There are great pillars that support the ceiling and iron gantries clinging to the walls high above. Across or uh, hanging from the gantries by cranes, you can see what appear to be parts of some enormous construct, including a pulsating adamantine heart about 20 feet, or sorry, about 10 feet in diameter. Um, and it seems to be illuminating this large assembly hall. You can also see hanging from another crane what appears to be a ginormous sword, about 70 feet long. Uh, but uh, what is attracting uh, all eyes is in the middle of this great assembly hall, some monstrous, like possibly a hundred foot tall construct has fallen over, um, having been released from its chains and uh, tumbled to the floor and is sort of lying in pieces um, scattered upon the floor. Behind that, on the far side of the room, barely illuminated by the heart, you can see what appears to be a gigantic set of doors, and Diath, those can only be the doors to the outside. I did it. I have successfully reconned. Mission is complete. <laughs> Uh, and as the fire giants boil into this room, uh, looking around for what caused this colossus to fall over, uh, they're not seeing anything immediate, but you can see below you, Duke Zalto picks up something off the floor, and it's a ball um, made of iron bands. It fits in his hand, almost like a toy. Uh, and you can see there's a charred skeleton inside of it, and he looks at it, and then throws it over his shoulder, clunk, 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 and he turns to the one of the giants and says, "Where is Narthor and Zerabor? Where are my hounds?" I don't know, man. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. Um, I would like to use this time whilst <laughs> he's distracted to once again attempt an escape out of his mall. Okay. So let me give that another another go here. Oh. Uh, math thirteen. Thirteen. Uh that doesn't work. No. Um, no. So that's an action. Uh you can see that he takes them all and puts it sets it down head first so the stick of the mall is sticking straight up over your head and you're you know banged about yeah. <laughs> as you land but now you're basically on the floor in the mall okay uh, he, he's basically let you go because uh he is oh now, you got so, me he's now sort of uh, looking at some of the fallen wreckage <clears throat> and uh, uh he's looking he, for his doggos he's looking for his doggos okay uh, while that happens, uh, actually, that was DS' turn. So, Strix. Oh, great! Still you, running. You have fall. You're basically following the fire giants into the assembly area. <laughs> All right. While I'm running, I'm going to uh, alter myself. Mm -hmm. Use alter self into a goblin. Oh, okay. 
so I want to look like one of the one of the cook goblins with the apron and everything. All right. Um, and that's an action, right? Yes. That okay. is just a regular spell action. Yes. Right. And uh, okay. Uh, so you've changed your appearance. Uh, you are now a... Uh, so it says you can't appear as a creature of a different size than you. Um, so goblins are si just size small. So I'll be a big goblin. Okay. <laughs> a hunch. <laughs> okay. I'm All just right. tall for my age. <laughs> Got it. All right. You're an oversized goblin. Yep. Okay. And uh, do you want to do anything else? Uh, if I see him put the hammer down or Dieth is, I'll just mm -hmm. keep running that way. Okay. And I'll just like hold some flour and just be like, <laughs> like I'm just trying to help. Like, ha <laughs> trying to catch those. Catch those uh, criminals. <laughs> All right. Um, one of the fire giants sees you and just, not do, not the duke, but one of the other ones sees you and says, get out. I'll just be like, but there could be intruders. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up his sword. Get out. They're invisible. Do you want them? To, as in, they'll scatter as I'm running. I'll be like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to chase you out now. Okay, you, you're, you're pretty sure goblins aren't allowed in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon All as right. he's not looking, I'll, I'll come back. Okay. Uh, the uh, Duchess, Evelyn, uh, she has you. Um, uh, she uh, pulls a cauldron out of the fire and says... We have guests coming. I have no time for this, and she drowns you in it. I do. I can I do something? So uh, on her turn, she basically just immerses you into the boiling hot stew that she's preparing. Oh, um, jeez! Uh, now I'm going to let you try to make a strength saving throw to sort of grab the edges so you can't be pushed in to the broth. In, instead, when she's saying that, can I misty step out of her hand? It's not your turn technically yet. So Dang it. Okay, fine. I need you to first you make the strength save. Yeah, I do. I just oh, never nice. use it because you always use it and I have <laughs> flappy boots. Uh, strength saving there, you said? Yeah. 14. All right. Yes, she actually... Oh, this is weird. Um, this is going to be odd because the timing. Um, and Misty Step is a bonus action, not a reaction. So this is right. Uh, yeah, so she takes you, she dunks you in the boiling hot water. You take five points of fire damage Ouchies. as you are immersed, and you are now being held in the boiling broth. Now, your turn is going to come around uh, soon, but while you're in the broth, you can't see because, um, A, you're in the cauldron and the broth is opaque. And uh, when you cast Misty Step, you know that you only you can only teleport to a space that you can see. Ugh. Right. So I have to like bite my head above. Yes. And then so you have to try to use your move to escape. Ah, oh, kitty in the background. Uh, to escape from her grasp. Right. Which you can use either strength or dexterity. Strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics. And I can't like see just outside her fist in the stew. No. Okay. 
Just checking. Yeah. All right. This cauldron is pretty big. You're in your tiny. Yeah, I'm going to do strength. Okay. Oh, you might succeed. She rolled badly. I got a 13. All right. Uh, you are successful. You managed to squirm out of her grip and, and surface in the... Oh, by the way, because you started your turn in the cauldron, you take another five hit points of damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, in my head, I look like, you know, that scene in The Little Mermaid where she pops above water and her hair is like... Sploosh. But actually what I look like is like covered in stuff and I'm... <laughs> and, uh, but as soon as I open my eyes, I go... And just like... 30 feet up in the air. Okay. Away. All right. And yeah. I start trying to fly toward my friends as much as I can. All right. So uh, when you do that, she is momentarily confused. Uh, she's exactly sure where you are, but she tracks you pretty quickly because seeing a weird gl- flying creature is not that hard. Covered um, in stew and flour. Covered in stew dripping and the ogres are pointing going, dark. <laughs> um, And she's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Strix, as you are uh, chased out, uh, or Diath, you see Strix get chased, or you see a weird-looking goblin <laughs> get chased out of the Still assembly the area. And yeah, because it looks kind of like Strix, you're able to figure out pretty quickly I, it's I, her. I can tell it is Strix. Yes. Okay. It's a Strixian goblin. All right. She's so smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh, the you can hear the Duke bellowing, and you can hear the giants picking through the wreckage, trying to find out what happened. You also hear the Duke uh, um, calling out the names of his hounds. All right. So it is, it's my turn then? Yep. All right. So well, now that I'm on the ground, I'm going to try it. So this is the best time to get out of this cage. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do that. Okay. Make a check. Right. Still at disadvantage? Nope. Regular. Nope. Yeah. Hi, please. Oh, natural 20. Oh All right. Finally some luck. Yeah, you caused the doors on both sides of the hammer to spring open. <clears throat> all right. You know, What's I, your I, action? Like, like, I almost like kind of stumble out a little bit. I'm like on all fours, oh, like staring down shit. at the stone, like hyperventing a little bit. And then just like just a brief moment to click myself and then like, it's finally like snap back up and like I'm back to action. Um, uh, immediately find like the closest thing to uh, whatever it is to stealth or hide behind. Uh, does, does Strix see me do all of this? Uh, yes. All, this all right. Good. Then she'll see where I'm going to go. So whatever is nearby that I can immediately hide behind. So if you want to stay on this level, you could hide behind uh, one of the support, one of the support towers for the bucket chain. Or you could climb up into it and try to hide higher up, like nearer to the bucket chain. The other option is on this floor, you can hide behind the big uh, flask-like adamantine forge that dominates one end of the room. It's about 55, 60 feet across and about 60 feet tall. Um, so easily, easy to hide behind. Right, but you said the bucket chain itself is no longer moving. It's it's not operational currently. It's just okay. hanging. It's just static. All right. I'm just going to try to hide behind one of these support towers yeah. then. Uh, okay. There doesn't seem to... The only way up to what appears to be the iron gantries is a stair, is a giant-sized staircase on the far side of the room. You're pretty sure you can't get there anytime soon. Is it similar to the one that we used to get to the lower level? Yes. First invisible? Okay. Yeah, that's probably not... 
Okay. Good idea. And then uh, back, you, Strix is near the doors to the assembly area, heading back toward the kitchen. Those are open. You could also hide technically behind one of those doors if you wanted. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way over to Strix. Okay. All right. So Strix, DF has returned in battle action mode. You two were together. Uh, and it's your turn. What would you like to do? Yay. Um. Okay. We need to find Evelyn. We need to find Paulton. We need to yes. leave. Yes, we need to leave. I'm still strong enough to push the door open. Excellent. So we need to open the door first. I can only assume Paulton is somewhere in oh, here. Oh, Strix, I forgot something. Make an Arcana check for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I got a... 19. Um, this may be... this. This is just worth noting. It doesn't change anything. But when you were in the room, in the assembly area, among mm. the things you saw hanging from the cranes was the aforementioned heart. Right. This pulsating, magical, 10-foot diameter. Looks like a human heart, but of enormous scale and obviously fashioned for a construct of enormous size. Uh, you I believe... wonder if Chris wants us to interact with that heart. <laughs> <laughs> I mention it because it's clearly a, a very powerful magical device. Right. right. Of some kind. It. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and with your role, uh, you believe that that without that piece, that construct will never work. Oh, that's important. So, and it's high up. It could be like knocked, yes. knocked down. Yeah, it's hanging, it's hanging 50 feet above the floor by an iron crane mounted to a gantry. Cool. Uh, well, I'll relay that. Gantry! To, I'll relay that to Dia. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, technically, if we find Evelyn, she could get it down. So the, the, the thing that's supporting the heart up, the whole thing itself is made of iron? Yeah, so uh, on one of the iron gantries, there's a crane protruding from it with a big chain hanging from it, and the heart is hanging from the chain um, uh, by a, a mechanism, essentially a, a locking mechanism. Hmm. A locking mechanism, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so it could be unlocked. Theoretically, yes. All right. You don't have any way of getting me up there, do you? I do have a way of getting you up there. What? I can turn you into a cloud, and you can get up there... And then I can tell, then I, you give me a signal and I will uncloud you, like wave a cloud hand from on top of the heart. Uh, not bad. You can get down. You're nimble. Yeah, it's the getting away part that's going to be tough. More importantly, go, while you do that, I'll go up with the door. Right. What about Evelyn and Paulton? We don't have much time. They'll catch up to us. This big noise just happened. It'll be fine. All right. I can only assume that's Paulton and Evelyn is. I don't know. She's she wasn't visible. It wouldn't even see her anyway. We didn't see her get covered with flowers. So Evelyn, we you fly. You fly into view. You emerge from the kitchen into the hallway beyond, <gasps> and you see Goblin Strix and DF below you. And she got a snack. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like there she is. <laughs> What's up, friends? You see, Evelyn is just dripping. Great. All Good right. to see you. I miss you. you. How are you? Okay. I'm going to send you up there, Dia. Just do it. And Evelyn, I'm going to yell, catch him if he falls. Evelyn, you know the Duchess is coming after you. Okay. We've got company. <laughs> uh, but I also go toward that heart. And I'm like, 
this might be our leverage, guys. Okay. I'm, I'm hovering up there where Diath is going to be. I'm also holding okay. my axe. You won't, like you won't be able to. You won't be able to get that far this round. Okay. Um, you can get toward it about half the distance. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Do you want me to cloud you, Diath? Um. If, I, if I'm clouded, I move slow. Yeah. Uh, you do ten feet around. That's that's pretty slow. That's dead slow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Strix, DF, you hear um, from the hallway that somewhere deeper down the hallway that you've entered, um, there's like a there's a way to the kitchen right to your left, right there. There's the mm -hmm. kitchen, but then the hallway goes off toward the right into darkness. You hear some sort of magical popping sound, and then the sound of iron footsteps coming toward you. Oh, no. oh geez. <laughs> Everything is awful. All right. Uh, it's time to do a leave or we'll be right. in the dead book. Yeah, Evelyn, you know, uh, coming over, like, I, I feel like I trust her more to, to do this successfully than I will. I'll point over that heart using the information gained from Strix. Like, pointing at that heart. Evelyn, break it! <laughs> her eyes just turn into little stars. <sighs> Hard as you can. Uh, Break then, stuff starts playing. Yeah. Strix, you get to that door, you get it open. I'm going to go find Paulton at the crash thingy. As you say that, she's already 10 feet ahead of you running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like a, a, co a command over to you. Strix, as you... Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, so DF, you're running where? Uh, like the, the stuff that like kind of fell down and made this loud sound. Yeah, uh, I believe Paulton is over there, so I'm gonna start like sneaking my way over to that area to find Got him. Got Make him a stealth out. check for me. Done. Evelyn, you fly up to the heart, and you're like in a holding pattern. Stealth. Strix, you're well. You're he going... told me to smash it. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So what did you roll on your stealth? Twenty-one. Okay. And Strix, where did you run to? Uh, I'm going to run towards the door and, uh, I'm still in goblin form. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to pretend to be like, I'm going to get looking for bad guys. <laughs> okay. So you're just hanging out by the, the doors that you came through. Is that right? Uh, right now, but I'm trying to run towards the front door. Oh, like a cross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and even, even though that fire giant scolded you. Last time. Well, do I see him? Like, do I see like uh, like a picture? Yeah, after after your FD thought he chased you out, he sort of went back to help with searching for the dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely. I'm just gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna. So keep I'll it. have you make a stealth check as okay. well. Oh wow. Oh gosh. Well, I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, can we just do something right for once? All right. Just for no. once in our hey, lives. Don't be silly. Evelyn, uh, you can. Are you going to use lightfall on the? So arc? what's the what's the lay of the land? The Duchess is like right behind me, right? Yeah. Uh, so you can see that she something must have delayed her because she is not. She hasn't currently shown up. You would have expected to see her by now. Okay. So there's no impending danger to my friends. They're just making a break for the exit, right? That is correct. All the other fire giants are distracted looking through the rubble of the of the Colossus, of the fallen Colossus. So I, I was kind of looking back to the Duchess, like ready to kind of... But make a, uh -huh. perception, make a perception check to see if you notice her or anything else. It's a one. Okay. Yeah, it's a one. This dice has now rolled me a couple ones. ones. We all roll ones all the time. It's not fair. This Someone die, I'm throwing away today. this die. 
Uh, but anyway, so I kind of like looked behind me over my shoulder because I was excited to, to you know, taunt the Duchess basically. But then I kind of like, eh. And then I go into slow-mo and I do a like massive spinning light fall strike. And in the, in the middle of the slow-mo, there's like a hair flip and like the little blonde curls covered in stew flip like nice. stew off of them and just whoa, connect with it. And I also... I got a tack roll. Okay. Does it do that anime thing where right, right at the hair flip, like the background suddenly becomes like pink and flowery and, and you're, like you're soft trying to, bloom? You're trying to hit the heart itself, right? The big pulsating heart to... Yeah, I I would hit the chains to make it fall and break, but Evelyn's just going to just right for the glowing okay. center. Yeah, um, all right. And my attack roll gives me a 19. All right, you hit the heart, and when you do, there is a reverberation through your weapon, and lightfall explodes. <gasps> <gasps> and you're left holding, like, just the charred pit bit of the handle. You actually have never heard Evelyn scream before, but it is a blood-curdling, unnatural no. scream. All right. She And she is so shocked, she kind of begins to, like, she just falls back and is motionless in the air, staring at this heart. Okay. Uh, Strix, make a perception check. Uh, 14. Okay. And DF, make a perception check. You, of course, all of you see the destruction of the, of the axe. 18. Okay. DF, you can see uh, where a giant is currently sort of peeling back rubble, a tiny baby owlbear hiding in the no! shadows of, of, of the wreckage, just hoping not to be seen. But you see the next piece that the giant is about to lift off will completely expose her. Uh, Paulton, you are jostled awake when your sleep spell wears off. Mm. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, I'm going to have you make a arcana check for me, or an, an intelligence arcana check, or just intelligence if you don't have arcana, but I think you do. Uh, I don't. No, you don't. No. Okay. You're just... Okay, so... Whoop, 13. Okay. Um, you do know, by the way, uh, even though you're contained in here, that's high enough to know how you would open up the compartment if you ever wanted to get out. But you can feel that the the the, the golem is like jogging, mm. you're like inside, like cool. Uh, and then it sort of uh, comes to a kind of skidding stop. You hear and just sort of your face is like slammed up against a panel. Cool. But it does. Do you want to do anything now that you're awake? Or are you just going to hang out in here? Uh, it's warm in here. so uh, It is very hot in here. You are just sweating buckets because the flame is with you. Oh. I, so can I like look out at all? No. You'd have oh. to open up the chest cavity to even look, look out. I don't like anything that's going on out there. No, you hear uh, a horrible shriek. Like an unearthly sound almost, and you think it's Evelyn. It's like, oh, that's that's probably bad. Yeah, it's like, she, it's, like she, it's it's the sound you'd expect her to make in the instant before she was cloven in two. It's like I should check on that. Should. <laughs> 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 in Evelyn's 
Madeline's head. She's like, I bet Paulton's on his way to help me right now. <laughs> and that's like, where we'll stop for tonight. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, All right. Well, uh, so um, we will pick things up next week. Next week's episode is called Heartbroken. Oh. And uh, oh. it's going to be fun. It's going to have so many layers. My head <laughs> it's hurts. Yeah. It's going to be super, super fun. Um, so Whee. thank you, everybody, for watching. Does anybody have any announcements they want to share? Chris Perkins is a bastard. Uh, <laughs> This just in, I do not like Chris Perkins. <laughs> uh, as always, uh, I, I mentioned every week, and I try to mention it as many times as possible, but we do have the Dice Camera Action subreddit. Uh, it's really cool seeing, especially after last week, we read all the uh, yes. uh, fan art. That was There's awesome. Strix cosplay up there. Uh, join in on the discussion. Yeah, uh, Scarlet Moth, she cosplayed as Strix. It was amazing. Even got her... Uh, Head locked up, <laughs> and she made a baby owl bear. Yeah, Aww. so great. be sure to come on by and join the discussions. We we look at that stuff. We enjoy reading it and like seeing your guys, uh, uh, your your fan theories and discussing uh, the characters and the plot, etc. Love seeing it. And I want to put out there that uh, I I'm not a regular Reddit user, but I love answering any questions you guys have on there. So if if you want to tweet at me with a link to anything that I miss on the Reddit. That's a good way to get me to actually like Same. respond. I Same. hate that I don't respond on there, but I love doing Q and A. So feel free yeah. to poke me about it. Same thing. Um, I as far as announcements, I literally just walked in the door before this from the Heroes 2.0 launch event, um, which was really fun. So check out the vod of that if you like. And I'll be on Twitch Weekly as usual on Friday at. 1 p.m. I will not be playing uh, tonight in Miss Click's D&D Devotion, but they are going to play. So right after this, if you want to um, watch more Dungeons & Dragons, this time in a second edition um, TMZ romance style game, feel free. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, for me, uh, we just announced the first uh, couple dates of the Cool and Good Tour. So me and some uh, singer friends are going to be hitting the U.S. Uh, right now we have Orlando, uh, May 27th at The Social, and then uh, Atlanta, Georgia, May 28th at The Masquerade. I, I think those are right. Uh, tickets are on my Twitter, so if you just want to check there. And then uh, we're going to be announcing roughly 10 more dates really soon. So That's exciting. That's cool. Yeah. It's very exciting. That's really cool. I'll, I'll yep. also be at Indie PopCon in Indianapolis this July. Hey. So Hot I'll be con? there. Uh, Indie PopCon. PopCon. Yeah. PopCon <laughs> is something else. <laughs> yeah. PopCon, as in pop, yeah. pop, pop, pop culture. Uh, so or myself, hot culture. Along, <laughs> along with uh, everyone else from Normal Boots will be there. Uh, so if you're in that area or want or can come on by, please do and say hi. Awesome. Also, I was totally joking. I do like Chris Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> but you will miss your axe. I'm a little... Evelyn is furious, but I'm okay. <clears throat> cool. All right. So, uh, like I said, tune in next week. And until then, happy D&D gaming. If you got your own D&D games, uh, let us know on Twitter. And uh, take it easy, guys. Bye. All right, Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Thank you.